Episode 104, The Podcast Movement Show. Today, it's part two of two, where I share my takeaways and overall experience after attending my first podcast movement conference, and you are listening to episode number 104 of Mike Murphy Unplugged. Learn, create, move forward. I am your host, Mike Murphy. I'm a one-man band. I'm a technology junkie. I love helping people figure things out, and I am really excited to be here with you today. The goal of Mike Murphy Unplugged, it's to help you learn what you need to know in order to create online content so you can move forward in business and in life. So welcome to this episode 104, the podcast movement show, where today is part two of two in which I will share the highlights and lessons learned from my first but definitely not last podcast movement, which I attended in Anaheim, California, August 22nd through the 26th, 2017. Today's episode is going to cover the breakdown of podcast movement 2017. What were the highlights for me? Did I meet the expectations and goals that I shared in episode 103? What did I learn and take away from the event? And what are my plans to implement what I learned? Before I go through the play-by-play, let me summarize and say that I had an incredible time. I hung out and met some amazing people, and it was worth every penny. I will absolutely be back for Podcast Movement 2018. Okay, onward. The Breakdown of Podcast Movement 2017. So the fourth annual podcast movement took place in the Convention Center Marriott in Anaheim, California, walking distance to Disneyland with sunshine and palm trees everywhere. And I'm told there were over 2,000 attendees for the conference. Not bad. There were sessions and workshops and roundtable discussions that covered a variety of topics for beginners to advanced podcasters and content creators. And like most conferences, the hardest thing is deciding which session to attend. I would not say that I learned a ton from the sessions, quite honestly, but the instructors, they were all top-notch, and my only goal was to pick up little nuggets here and there, and I definitely did that. Sessions started about 9 a.m., ended at 5 p.m., there were breaks in between, and plenty of time to wander the exhibition hall that was filled with some of my favorite vendors, including two of my favorites, Adobe and Sure Microphones. Just think, kid in a candy store. While the sessions may have ended at 5 p.m., the conference went well into the night with award ceremonies, rooftop parties, a luau equipped with Tahitian fire dancers, and late-night networking in the Marriott lobby and bar. In summary, Podcast Movement had everything and more than an industry conference can offer. Educational sessions and workshops, networking opportunities and parties, and vendors showing off the latest and greatest toys, and lots of free swag and t-shirts, etc., Podcast Movement gets an overall thumbs-up approval from me. Was it perfect? No, but it was definitely worth it. What were the highlights for me? Number one, people. Meeting new people, connecting with familiar faces, or those that I considered online friends that I got to meet in person for the first time. My priority was building and strengthening relationships with like-minded creators and podcasters, and I think I did that. So that was easily the biggest highlight of the event for me. Events and conferences, they are not easy for me. No matter how much that I psych myself out for it, I had been looking forward to podcast movement for months, almost an entire year. But as soon as I checked into the Marriott, my introvert tendencies, they kick in full force. I get this pit in my stomach that makes me nervous and not excited to go schmoozing and networking. I can't seem to help it and I can't really control it. But the only thing I can do is just fight through it. And I did that. Fortunately, I'm headstrong. I'm determined to give it my all. So that's what I did. It's also fortunate that many podcasters share this exact same predicament, so it helped. My best strategy and tactic proved to be at Starbucks. I ordered a coffee and something to eat. Right when I got there, I sat at this table that faced a very busy intersection. 
I'd say within five minutes, it seemed like I connected with the entire group of Floridians who attended PodFest the past two years, and the table was big, so people just sat down and conversations started naturally. It was perfect for me, and I really made some great connections at this table. I also made it a point to spend as much time as possible in the main conference hall. It was filled with people just looking to talk and connect with others. Podcasters, for one, they like to talk, and so nearly everyone there was in the same boat, so it was really easy to just walk up to anyone and introduce myself and ask them, hey, what's your podcast about? So hanging out with old and new friends, having conversations in the lobby at the bar, and pretty much everywhere was by far my biggest highlight. But other notable things that I really enjoyed were, one, I thought the new attendee orientation session on the first day was helpful and it was really kind of an icebreaker and informative. And the people who sat at my table, I saw them throughout the event, so it was pretty cool. The keynote speeches from Dan Carlin of Hardcore History and Aaron Mankey of Lore Podcast, which I knew about but never listened to, were really impactful and inspiring to me. I was surprised by this. Their message was simple, but it really hit home. Both of them just made it clear that the playing field is level. Opportunities are for everyone if you're just willing to be consistent with creating quality content and putting in the hard work. That is what I'm doing, and it just keeps me optimistic that good things are going to happen if I keep showing up and putting my best foot forward. Three, another highlight for me was browsing the exhibition floor and hanging out with the Adobe Audition crew and learning some audio tricks from the masters and just getting my face in front of some vendors that I have so much respect for already. Learning about the latest gear and filling up my tote bag with pop sockets and t-shirts, well, that's always a notable experience. So were my goals and expectations met? The short answer, yes. In episode 103, The Conference Show, I stated that I had five main goals and expectations for attending Podcast Movement 2017. They were networking, clarity, knowledge and education, inspiration and creativity, and travel, fun, social interaction. For networking, I have a stack of new business cards, and I feel like I made some great new connections with people that may turn into future collaborations or even work. And I also left feeling like I made some great new relationships and even friends. I gave myself a solid B to B plus for networking, which I knew was going to be a big challenge. Clarity. I went to two mastermind sessions to brainstorm and get help with my focus and clarity. They helped a little, but I think what helped me the most was asking people, what is your podcast or what is your business all about? It made me realize that the most successful businesses and podcasters were all very clear in their verbiage and message, and I spent a lot of time observing and listening, and it really helped. I left this conference with a new sense of urgency that I need to create more products, but more importantly, organize and package what I can do in a neat package that communicates the value that I can deliver. I make videos, I teach, and I encourage people to live the life they want. I left this conference with the clarity to understand that I need to do a better job at bundling up what I do and make it clear to others what it is that I can do for them. I already had the answers, but Podcast Movement just gave me the added insights that I needed to hear. Knowledge and education. I did not learn all that much new information from the sessions, but I left this conference smarter and satisfied mostly from learning about new services or products and just little tidbits here and there. I did enjoy a one-on-one lesson on compression at the Adobe Audition booth, and I probably could have stayed there all day, but any knowledge to me is good knowledge, so I was more than satisfied overall. Knowledge and education comes in all shapes and sizes, and I left with a head full of ideas, so I can confidently put a green check next to knowledge and education. Number four on that list of goals and expectations was inspiration and creativity. I left Podcast Movement 2017 feeling really inspired. My creative juices were definitely refueled. 
I met some content creators and podcasters doing great work. And as I previously mentioned, the keynote speakers gave me this real jolt of positivity and inspiration. It made me realize the possibilities and power of having a podcast and to keep giving it my best and good things are going to happen. And finally, travel, fun, social interaction. Well, you should be able to tell by now that I had a great time. It was really a great trip on all accounts. I love being in California, as I always do, and I was not familiar with Anaheim, so I got up early. I walked all around, as I typically do. I got to spend a lot of quality times with folks that I had already met and a few that I felt like we were old friends, but met for the first time face-to-face. The most touristy thing I got to do was explore the village of Disneyland with a friend. We had fun looking at all the Disney art. We went into the Lego store, which was quite impressive, and we just soaked up all the Disney vibes and got to talk podcasting and other nerd stuff. Really good time. I really had a great time. I can confidently say that I met or exceeded my goals and expectations that I shared in episode 103, The Conference Show. So what did I learn and take away from the event? My biggest takeaway came as no surprise, but I realized just how unclear my business model is and that I have to create more clearly defined products and services that I can promote with confidence. I know it is unclear because I cannot confidently tell people how my business can help them. Telling people that I can do whatever they need help with is not a clear business model. And telling people that I make videos, it's more refined, but still not clear. I make tutorials and social media marketing videos to promote your business, podcast, online course, or live stream. That's getting better. Now I need to explain it with examples that solve a problem that people have. The truth of the matter is that my business is currently a hobby. It has no revenue model in place. I have to fix this immediately or I am not going to stay in business for long. Being at a conference surrounded by people actually selling products and services that is making them a sustainable living lit a fire under me. I count that as a major takeaway. So how am I going to implement what I learned from Podcast Movement 2017? While most people attend conferences, they take a lot of notes, they get really excited for all the new things they want to do for their business, but then the energy wanes and it's back to the grind and routines of old. So what are my priority action plans to apply what I learned and realized from attending podcast movement? There are two that I want to tackle as soon as possible. The first is to fix my Hire Mike page on my website and get rid of anything that is no longer relevant and add examples of my videos and tutorials that I want to sell to businesses and brands. I want to simplify and make it easier for people to understand what I do, what I specialize, so they can hire me with clear understanding of what value I bring to them. I make tutorial and how-to videos for businesses and content creators. I make promo videos for use on social media channels, and I also offer one-on-one problem-solving and advice sessions on Skype. Action two, make at least one digital course for sale soon, as in immediately. This is the albatross around my neck. For someone who creates as much content as me, I cannot tell you why I struggle so much with making classes for sale, but I do. I need to make a course and a digital product that I can sell and that I'm really beating myself up over this, but I just can't seem to dedicate the time to get them made. It is a priority and one that is really heavy on my mind. I have a site built for my classes. It is time to fill it and start generating revenue 24-7. Okay, I know what must be done, so let's wrap up episode 104 on Podcast Movement 2017. Was the $2,000 investment worth it? Absolutely. The highlight for me, hanging out with people that I can now call friends and meeting new people that hopefully become friends or colleagues. Were my goals and expectations met? 
100%. I networked my face off and met some awesome folks. Being around smarter and more successful people gave me the clarity on my business goals. I came back smarter than when I left. The keynote speakers and overall good vibes left me inspired and refueled my creative tank. And I had a blast in California and felt more like a vacation than a work thing. So my biggest takeaway from the event was that I have a long way to go. But I know that I have more than what it takes to build this business the way that I want it. But the only one that's going to make that happen is me. Will I be at Podcast Movement in Philadelphia in 2017? Without a doubt. And that is going to do it for today. If you have questions, comments, feedback, or advice for me, you can direct message me on Instagram or Facebook or shoot me an email at mike at mikemurphy.co. Also, if you have not already done so, please sign up for my email mailing list at mikemurphy.co forward slash newsletter. I thank you for joining me today. I hope you join my one-man band. and Together, we can learn, create, and move forward. Cheers.